You're listening to She's Got Drive podcast, the podcast that inspires women to be the driver in their own life through the life and stories of Black Women Who Drive. And I'm your host, Shirley McAlpine. I'm a business consultant, an executive coach, and a leadership facilitator, working with people and organizations to live their lives by design and not default. Welcome back to another episode of She's Got Drive. We are just weeks away from the end of 2018. I don't know about you, but it feels like each day is getting faster and there's so much to do. Yeah, there's just like full, full, full on at the moment um, with work and um, with family life and preparing for Christmas and all of that. And so I wanted to do this solo episode. It's similar to one that I did last year, which is as we approach the end of the year, one of the things that starts to happen is you start to see a lot of blogs and articles, vlogs and conversations about, you know, what are you going to do in 2019? What's your goals in 2019? What are you going to be up to in 2019? And it starts to drive me a little bit crazy because there's something to do before you even start to build and grow and start to have goals in 2019. And listen, it's not that I'm not planning my work in 2019. I'm scheduling meetings and stuff like that. But in terms of what I want to accomplish overall in 2019, Something has to happen now before I can do that. So hence my episode before your 2019 goals comes this. And it's really an episode that builds on, in some respects, episode 27, which was before your 2018 goals comes this. As part of this, you know, the message in this episode today as you listen, I also invite you to go back to episode 27 before your 2018 goals comes this because there's a lot of, it's a good episode. I I re-listened to it again. I don't want to repeat everything that's in there because I'm not the same person that I was there too, but the process is in there uh, that's really great. So it's important to listen to, of course, when you're here in 2018, you know, just substitute 2019 in that episode 27. So in that episode, a number of things I cover that I'm not going to cover in this episode, but it's really important to look at. So in in episode 27, I cover why is it important to review what you've done before you create your goals? So I explain that. Why, you know, why do you need to do this? I explain what you get from reviewing. What's the gifts that you get from reviewing? I talk about why people resist looking at what happened. You know, why do people not want to review? They just want to fast track it to the next stage. You know, why is it? What is it about our makeup that has people not want to do that? I talk about the gifts that are available in the review process that if you miss out, that you will miss out on if you don't do the review. When we don't do the review, we are more likely to repeat the mistakes that we've made and the decisions that haven't served us because we haven't stopped to really look at them. So if you want to avoid those mistakes that you made in 2018, in, in you made them in 2018, you want to avoid making them in 2019, then review, review, review. So although I do believe, and you'll hear me talk about this in episode 27, I do believe that mistakes are blessings in disguise. 
I do. I do believe they're like little gifts, but they can only be little gifts if we stop to figure out what was it that was at the source of the mistake. I talk about and speak about the power of the insights that you can get from the review process. I also start to explain who I do my review process with, whether I do it on my own or how you can do it with other people and in pairs and and in groups. I talk about where I go to review, the process of review. So all of that is in that episode. So as I listened to it, I didn't want to repeat it all. There is some things that I overlap in this episode, which is the actual questions that um, I'm going to suggest that you use to do your review. In, in, at the end of 2018 but just to say that this is building on 20 on episode 27 so head back to episode 27 as well to listen to that and and then there's some things that that I wanted to share as part of this review process in 2018 in this process or in this episode should I say I'm going to do a couple of things. Is one is I will walk through what the what the review process is, so that you've got got an idea of what to do. If you, even if you don't go back and listen to episode twenty twenty seven, you've still got something to work on here. But I wanted to focus on what my lessons were out or as I reflect back on twenty eighteen, some of my um, key lessons and. Of course, you know, I want to say that as I look back at my life in 2018, I've had so many wonderful things that have happened to me. My business is absolutely thriving. I've got more work than I need and could do. And I even have turned work away because of just the capacity to do it. We bought a place to live, which is wonderful to to have your own space you know, my kids are doing brilliantly at school. You know, I have really strong relationships and friendships. She's Got Drive is doing so well, and particularly considering I had the break of four months. I turned 50 this year. You know, I turned 50 and I feel different. You know, I do. I stepped into my wisdom more. I stepped into my own power more. I celebrated for a whole month in February. I celebrated in the US. I celebrated in the UK and surrounded myself with the friends and people and family that I care and love to celebrate with me. And they did. And I was very grateful for that. And I got so much from it. You know, I don't want to overshadow all that happened, but the huge loss of mum has um, really, you know, it's a battle to have it not overshadow all the brilliant things that are in my life and um, and that my life is about and, and all the things that I've accomplished, you know, because... The loss of mum is so profound. It's so profound. eh? And I think that if you are someone who is sitting listening and you have lost your mum, you absolutely know what I'm talking about. You know what it feels like. You know that the element of just sheer disbelief that it's actually happened. You know, I still 
um, pause and think, gosh, she's actually gone, you know? And so it was, this year feels even more important to review. It feels even more important to stop and pause and think about what is it that I'm taking away so far from this year. And I say so far because our processing still continues. I've, there is a, a different process that I want to do in my review this year. And so I, this is just the beginning of my review and what I've seen so far um, from doing the work that I, from reflecting on this year. And I wanted to share the lessons that I've seen for myself out of my review process. So I'm going to do two things then in this episode. I'm going to share with you the review process um, and the questions that you can ask yourself as you do the review. And then I'm going to share with you the lessons that I have learned out of 2018. Okay, so let's look at what's what can you do? What's you're going to actually do when you do the re- review process? So the first thing to say is you want to create um, the right environment for you to do the review. You want some clear space. You might have a big sketch pad. You might have a journal. You might want to have lovely food around you, you know, have a cup of tea. Tea is essential. You might want to go for a walk before. You might want to meditate before. I have my humidifier or smelly candle or incense or something burning. So I'm creating a space of calm and relaxation. You know, I create an environment that really calls for me to sit and dwell and reflect before I pose these questions, I like to write in a journal or um, sometimes do some doodling, but I'd like to do like what I, like prose, like stream of consciousness on in my journal as I answer these questions and not to edit them too much, um, the answers to them. You know, so what are some of the questions that you can ask yourself? And I think what I'm going to do is you know is slowly go through them and you can capture them and you know can listen get your notebook out as I list the questions so some of the questions you can you can ask yourself is what were the high points of your year and conversely then what was the low points of your year you know what do you want to appreciate about yourself for this year and conversely What do you want to forgive yourself for in terms of what you did or didn't do this year? What regrets do you have about 2018? What did you set out to achieve this year? You know, did you write them, got the goals down? Did you have it? Did you draw them? Did you like intend them? Did you have it in your mind? Did you have a conversation with someone? What were the things you were thinking at this as you started 2018? What is it you wanted to accomplish this year? So remind yourself of what those things are and then say, well, how did I do with those things? How did I do with accomplishing those goals? How far did I get? And when you look at those things so far, those questions, what new insights and discoveries did you have as a result 
of all the things that you've done this year? You know, how have you grown? How have you learned? How have, how have you developed this year? What did you love about the people that you met? Or what did you love about the people that are in your life? The people that you came in contact with, whether that be at home, whether that be in your friends, in your community, in your voluntary work, in your work, you know, wherever you are and the people that you came into contact with, what did you love about about that experience of being in, in connection? What are you grateful for? What are the wins that you want to celebrate this year? What are the wins that you absolutely want to celebrate this year? And what are the losses that you want to mourn? What is it that you want to leave behind in 2018? What is it that you think, I do not want to carry that with me? And it could be a behavior. It could be some people. It could be something that you own. It could be your job. <laughs> it could be anything. Just really think about what is it that you want to leave behind? And the last question is, what were the life lessons that you got from 2018? What were the life lessons that you got from 2018? As you can see, there are absolutely multiple questions that you can ask yourself to do a review. You don't have to do all of them. You can choose the ones that really speak to you. You can think, oh, I love these five. I'm going to focus on those five. There might be questions that I haven't suggested that you can obviously ask. So, you know, choose which questions you want to ask yourself and then do that work. And you'll find that at the end of the process, usually what I find is a kind of um, peace in a way. When I've said everything, when I've done it, when I've written everything, when I'm at a place where I feel like I've, I'm at the point when I've completed the review and I'm, and what's there is I'm present to my accomplishment and my learning and my insight and my appreciation of myself and you know, I'm really alive to the depth of the year and it then creates, you know, it actually creates a space for 2019 to, to enter, if you like, for me to create in 2019, having done the work of acknowledging myself and appreciating myself and, and seeing what has worked and what hasn't worked. Now, of course, you know, sometimes the year is a tough year and I'm going to, of course, it's been a tough year for me. And part of the acknowledgement of that is to say that you got through where you, where, whatever you got through and you're here, wherever here is, and you're doing okay you're doing okay. And that is a thing right there. You are doing okay. And you want to be grateful and thankful for that. 
so I'm going to share with you my lessons, you know, and I want to say that these lessons are not over by any stretch of the imagination. They are the lessons that I can see so far as I look back at the year and I haven't done the full thorough process that I'm that I'm suggesting to you here. I haven't completed that. I'll, I'll be doing that once my work is done for the year, which is in a week and a half's time and I'm taking a break. And in that break is when I'll do this review work. But I wanted to share with you some of my lessons and, I, and there are, I think, like 10 of them, something like that. Lots of lessons, lots of lessons. Okay, so what's my first lesson? Is you think life will look a particular way and then life happens. You know, best laid plans and all that. You think that life is going to look a particular way as you start the year and then life happens. You know, at the start of the year, I was focused on a number of like breakthroughs that I wanted to have around my work goals. I started the year as I turned 50. I said it was going to be my best year yet. Um, I said that I was going to really cause some huge breakthroughs in my in the podcast and in my work and you know, in our home life and, and everything. And, and then, you know, we all know what happened. The mum passed. Well, mum became sick and then she passed and it all happened very quickly. And it was fast. It was furious. It was painful. It was profound. And then I learned the importance of being willing to stop and put aside everything, all those goals, all those, that achievement drive, my work plans, and focus on what really, really matters, what's really important, what's really urgent, and what needed my attention. And that was mum. You know, it came into very sharp focus. So whilst I will continue to have big plans and I'll set my ambitious goals, I am reminded of what really matters. What really matters. Lesson number two. With the loss, I learned to listen attently to what I need and to follow that truth. To really listen to what I need and that the, the truth that was in the moment. So I kept checking in to say, what do I need? What do I need today? What do I really need right now? And to pause long enough to answer that question. You know, I'm someone who can move through life super fast, you know. And I really got the importance of paying attention to my needs, you know, as I um, dealt with mum's illness and as I dealt with and continue to deal with um, her loss. So, you know, I did things like I changed some of my, the patterns that I, I'm always in, you know, how I eat, how I sleep, you know, even how, how I worked with my clients, 
how I manage my trips. Um, you know, for example, sometimes I would stay an extra day just to make sure that I'm taking care of myself or the times that I fly and don't do these crazy flights, you know, um, how many clients I schedule in a day and the number of trips that I do and just things like that where I started to really listen to what is it that I need in this moment to take care of myself. The third lesson it was that I learned that when you have been great with people and when you've been great with your clients, they'll be great with you. People will be great with you. They give you the space you need at the time when you need it. They give you love. They give you support. And, you know, I feel so grateful for that. I cannot tell you that, you know, what I learned around the love and support that surrounds me is um, second to none, man. It's second to none. The fourth is I learned that I can give myself more time off and still do great work and still accomplish great work. And, you know, I actually achieved a big amount of my work goals. You know, I didn't achieve everything, but I achieved a lot. And that surprised me. Um, That surprised me that I really had a successful work year. And even though I had a had a whole quarter really where my attention was not on my work. You know, I was still delivering some of it, but it really wasn't on my work. So I, I really understood that I could give myself a bit more space and time to chill, to relax as well that I haven't done in more recent years. So, and still produce a great, great results in my work. My next lesson was, that I can trust that my work results comes from me and then not from me. I.e. that there's something bigger than me that is so much bigger than me that's at play that is influencing my success. Um, I remember having a conversation with my cousin and about my concern as I returned to work about, you know, how am I going to, well, I haven't had my attention on my work and what if it doesn't go well and, and all of that. And she said to me, it's okay, you're being looked after. You're being looked after, it's all right. And I looked at her and I said, yeah, you're right, I am. I am. And it was a reminder that there's me and there's something bigger than me. It's my, I'm doing the work and then it's, and then I'm not doing the work. (laughs) And I trust that. I trust that. And that, that was a huge reminder this year. You know, and, and to give some examples of that last lesson then really is, you know, when I came back to to work in the last quarter, I immediately got some new clients, like quite a, f- a flow of new clients were coming my way. 
um, and new opportunities for work, working with people that I love to work with, doing work that I love and really being inspired um, to work with the clients that I'm now working with and new potential work coming in. Um, I, I, you know, after four months, I relaunched my podcast and I thought after four months of not being out and about and promoting the podcast and producing the, the episodes, I thought it's going to take a lot to kind of build up and crank it up. And, and I've returned and I've had more downloads <laughs> now than I did before per episode, you know, so that is growing. There's some momentum there. It's really exciting. It's not how I thought it was going to be at all when I relaunched. You know, I've got a flow of new exciting guests coming in and, you know, I I couldn't have planned it better than it has been in this quarter. And so that's where I, you know, I need to look at that and say, well, you know, as my cousin said, I'm being looked after. Okay, so what else did I learn this year? I learned that when you take big risks, it can pay off, you know. This year, we bought our first place to live in in the US. And um, it's so wonderful to have our own space, you know. And it was it was a it's a big thing for us because when you know it's saying that we're, we're putting in deeper roots here and we're hanging out here a little bit longer than we originally said we were going to do and so it is in its paying dividends in so many ways already and so i'm just grateful that we took the risk that we 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 you know myself and dan you know played big or went home Yes, and we did go home. So we're playing big. We've got a beautiful place and we're so happy. We're so, so happy. So happy about it. My next lesson is, and that is not to have my health and well-being goals turn into a thing to beat myself up with. So... Recently, one of the things I shared with you is um, about my yoga, my regular yoga day, daily practice of yoga. And um, and I was, was very proud of, you know, full disclosure, I was very proud of myself of having accomplished, I think it was 45 or 50 days, something like that, consistently without um, with practicing every single day. And I wanted to get to 100 and I get to this point where it now turned into a thing to beat myself up about. You know, it turned into a thing to make, to just complain about myself, to myself, about when I couldn't do that yoga practice. And then one moment I had this insight where I thought, look at that. You've created something that serves you and now you've turned it into something that's not going to serve you. So I really got that we can have really ambitious and good and powerful goals for ourselves around our well-being. But if you miss a day, you miss a day. If you miss two days, you miss two days. You just get back on track. You just get back on track. And to notice how 
sometimes we, you know, if we are committed to healthy eating and we eat a donut, then we go, oh, we know I've been bad today. No, you haven't been bad. You've just eaten a donut. That's all that happened. I haven't been bad and wrong. I just missed a day of yoga. That's all that happened. And since that insight, I have a whole freedom around my yoga and I'm practicing regularly. So at least now five times, I'm more like five times a week in the morning. It is serving me and I am not having to beat myself up about it. I'm really in a healthy, in healthy relationship to my health practices. (laughs) And I want to name that because sometimes that isn't the case. And I'm really very grateful about that insight this year. And it has led me to just, I've just completed a um, a juice cleanse this last week that I used to do once a quarter that kind of fell away this year. So I brought it back in um, before the end of the year. I feel great. And, and it is and all that's happened is I've done a juice cleanse, you know, so I don't have to turn into, oh, no, I'm eating something now. I just did a cleanse. No, I've just done a cleanse. So if you notice where you set a goal for yourself, you want to go to the gym four times a week and three times a week and then you don't go and you start beating yourself up. That is the thing that's going to turn you off. That action that is serving you. You know, that's the thing that's going to drive you away from doing it. So just, just get back on track. That's all there is. That's all there is. My last lesson so far, and this is lesson so far that I want to share with you is I'm reminded that joy in life is what matters. I'm reminded this year that it is the joy in my life that matters. And to really take on creating joy in all aspects of my life, in all areas of my life, and be present to the beauty in the life that I have. I want to take time to appreciate what I've accomplished. I want to take time to look at my life and how wonderful it is. And really, the only thing that's there that stands out for me, that's my, you know, that is tough in my life right now, that's really, it's taking something, it's of course losing mum and then knowing that, you know, I lost my dad nine years ago. So both of my parents have passed now. And it's a very different world today than it was a year ago as I was preparing to go to London to spend Christmas with mum. It's a very different world. And it's, um, it's not going to be easy the next few weeks. But I'm focusing on joy. I'm focusing on the joy that mum brought me in my life, brought my, the joy that mum brought 
my children and my husband and my siblings and all the people in the community, her friends, her family. I'm focusing on that. I'm focusing on her traditions that she had at Christmas and making sure that I'm bringing them into my family so we can experience the joy that she brought at Christmas and the little things that she did as well as the big things that she did at Christmas because now she's not here to do them so I'm focusing on on that you know so joy's the word of the season for me joy's the word for my life right now and if there's something I want to take into 2019 it's that you know I want to take in out of this painful experience this year and out of seeing the joy it can emerge you know I want to be present to the joy that she brought me I want to be present to the joy in my life I want to be present to the joy that I experienced from being Shirley McAlpine the podcaster and all the wonderful women that I get to interview and the the you know the wonderful women that I get to meet and the my listeners who I interact with regularly I feel so grateful for that so there's so much to be joyful and that's what I leave with you this episode joy I hope that you've been inspired to shift gears in your own life. You know that I always love to hear from you. So let me know what you got from this episode. Let me know how you're doing with your review of 2018. And, you know, what insights you're getting. You know, what's your takeaways? And let me know what you, you know, how you're doing it with yourself, with your friends, in a group. Remember to head into and listen to episode 27 from last year because there's more detail on the process of doing the review. It's a really good episode, even though I say it myself. It really is. So listen to that episode. You can contact me on my Instagram. You can send a message by Instagram. You can go to the Facebook page or you can go to um, my site, shirleymacalpine.com and send me a message there. She's Got Drive is produced by Cassandra Voltolina. The music is by the awesome all-female band Blonde. Thank you so much for listening. Until next time, go well and stay well.